Hello and welcome to the Scaling Edge. I am your host, Michael Brooks. Max is here producing. Hello, Max. What's up, guys? Dan is in first chair. Hey, thanks, hey what's going on? Thanks for joining us today, Dan. Absolutely. Uh, we are the internet talk show that focuses on hard-won lessons by battle-hardened entrepreneurs that give an angle or an edge to you to use today. Something that you can pick up. We're trying to keep our show tight. We want to give you one or two little nuggets that you can use to help scale your business and your life. To do that, we talk to amazing people doing amazing things from around the world. And today, we have a very excited guest. I'm, I'm very excited about Sebastian. Sebastian is uh, on trend with the AI, everything. The AI is great, only his AI is actually very useful. It's how people interact and respond to ads. You know, I think Elon Musk said a while ago, it's the saddest thing in the world that some of the smartest people in the world are hired to figure out what makes people click on ads. So if you can take those intelligent people and put them towards other stuff and automate and artificially integrate the uh, the process of creating and distributing ads, I think that's going to be um, that's going to be a real edge that if you can get a hold of, you can you can get a really nice return really quick. Sebastian, thank you for being a part of our program. We appreciate it. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got here? Yeah, thank you guys. So happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Um, and that's a great intro, actually. One uh, one quick thing to say about what you just said, and then I'll mention everything we do about memor at Memorable and, and how we got here. You mentioned very smart people using, you know, their time to select ads. And the fact is research has shown in, in a very consistent way that human intuition turns out to be not so great at selecting winning ads. So when you give humans pairs of ads, videos or images, we're about 52% accurate at selecting the winning ones. That's almost the same as flipping a coin. Um, well, I feel the same way about Christmas presents. <laughs> I've <laughs> never yeah. been that never been that great at uh, birthdays, <laughs> anniversaries, or Christmas presents. There you go. Can't wait I, for I, the AI platform for that, Sebastian. But let's stick on ads. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. At Memorable, we we've basically built a brain that can understand what makes an ad work for both upper funnel metrics like building a brand, staying in people's memory, as well as lower funnel metrics. So what are people going to click? What uh, videos will they continue to use? what will they like or share? And by understanding really in depth what makes those ads work, we can then help marketers select the winning alternatives and make the process much shorter. If you've ever ever made an ad, you know there are so many discussions about the specific tactics of what goes first, where do I put my logo, uh, what's the right story here, Pass it's a mess. Everything, everything so is difficult. best. Exactly. And so we basically build an app that's between 86 and 99% accurate, depending on the KPIs that we're looking at, at selecting the winning alternatives. And then we also provide recommendations. So if you're already working on something you like, we can help you improve before you go spend your media dollars on it, basically. How do you do that? Well, uh, that's a great question. We have massive data that comes from multiple sources. So we have our own cognitive experiments where we help Basically, we collect a lot of human reactions on what people remember and what they pay attention to. That's one. And then we get insight. We get basically the history of performance of the ads of our clients. So if we start working with, let's say, a L'Oreal brand, 
we will get all the ads from their ads manager on Meta, for example, and we start seeing the patterns of what creative elements are associated with higher performance and which ones are associated with lower. And then the AI basically learns from everything. Uh, and those are some of the some of the people we work with. But basically, L'Oreal Brands, Procter and Gamble, Unilever, Bayer, Nissan. So um, it's working for those guys. A lot of great results, both on brand building and on on clicks. How did you get into this, man? Like, how did you like? How did you spearhead this? Where did you build it? Yeah. Like a, a little bit more background on on you and 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 how you decided to take this journey because I I do think it's on the cutting edge. I don't think AI is going away. I I don't want to say I hate to say it. I don't think it's going the way of Web three. Like yeah. it's it's uh it, it it's it seems here to stay. Um, and it seems like it has human <clears throat> adaption, right? Like, uh, there is going to be, I'm, Dan's invested in a lot of web three companies. So he's really depressed with my comments like that. But uh, I, I do think web three has its place for authenticity, but I believe that humans are not just at a point where they're like, okay, I'm willing to deal with AI. I'm willing to deal with AI chat. They kind of prefer it now. Like, I don't yeah. have to bother somebody. Yeah. I can get my answer without having an interaction with a human that I maybe don't, I don't feel like taking somebody's time for that. That I'd, I'd be very interested to see how, how did you have the foresight to jump in to AI ad building? So there are really uh, two, two ways of, of seeing the value here. And, and I, got, I got to it through one of them. So basically, you can either help people save time or just do a better job. If the AI is better at selecting the winning assets, then that's already a big reason, right? Um, yeah. This just makes you money. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but the way I got here around 2015, I started working on machine learning for different things. And in 2018, I actually met one of uh, I was in grad school at Harvard, uh, and another person in one of, in one of the grad programs there was doing a lot of research, awesome research on the intersection between cognitive science and how we process visuals and AI, basically reverse engineering those patterns. And, you know, we started doing some projects together. And one day this person tells me, hey, we had this amazing breakthrough. We've realized we can predict memorability of videos better than humans. And so we went to, I said, okay, well, let's see what people think about this in the market. So we went to friends in the education space. They liked it, but didn't have too much money. We went to friends in the marketing space. They liked it and had a lot of uh, budgets to spend. Um, and so we started, uh, basically, we were using our own models and sending PDFs to people in L'Oreal, in Unilever. And they were liking it so much that we said, all right, let's build a SaaS platform. And we started this company. And that person became my co-founder. Uh, oh. And yeah, <laughs> now we do a lot of research. And, and basically, yeah, that's all basically baked into our our SaaS now. So in your SaaS, in your company, with your yeah. clients, can you give us a story with numbers behind it on not just, hey, they really liked it or we got a good result, but like some hard data. You're a data guy. I want to know. Yeah. Like what, what, what <laughs> did I put in $1 and I got out $2 before. I'm putting in $1. What am I getting out now? Can you tell us about your best like client experience or ad buying experience? and how things really changed with your SaaS and your methodology? We have a lot of cases. I'm gonna talk about one that's very recent and I like it because we sort of helped all along the process since the very beginning. So the company is a food tech unicorn called The Nut Company. 
Uh, they're doing plant-based foods and they're doing really, really well. Low budget marketing that's working super well. Uh, they're, I mean, they're a unicorn in, in a very short uh, period of time. And basically we integrated with their ad manager on Meta. They wanted to first optimize engagement. So we started generating a bunch of ads, a bunch of alternatives. We generated 48 alternatives in five minutes based on what the models have learned. And what and did that usually take? Or how, how long did it usually take you for those 48 alternatives? If, if you go to a creative agency and you have to rely on humans, that could take weeks. Uh, it's a lot of time, yeah. From weeks to five minutes. Five minutes, wow. correct. And that's just the beginning of the process. And that's part of the value, right? Uh, but then you have 48 alternatives. And typically, people would have to do an A-B test to see what works. But you can't test 48. That takes a lot of time and a lot of money. So we used our own AI to select the winner there. That's a second usage of AI, right? Um, we select a winner. We go to the brand. And they're like, I love it. It's for a, a mac uh, sorry, a, a not chicken campaign. Basically, plant-based foods, uh, chicken nuggets. And once we selected the winners, they said, great, let's compare this to the human generations that we already published and we already invested in. And there we got 16% higher engagement, which was the objective, just by doing all that in minutes. It took no time, really. And then we said, all right, let's let's move ahead with something else. And they said, let's optimize traffic. So we went for CTR and we got 32% higher CTR. Click-through ratio. Click-through rate. For the people that are running their lives and business that don't <laughs> yeah. understand the acronyms, that's how many yeah. people are going to click on an ad versus so how you many people who see on it see an ad. Correct. And that means uh you have a third more people going to your website thanks to that ad without investing a single dollar on it, a single extra dollar. You're basically investing the same, but you just improve the creative. And you didn't even have to use a creative agency. You just use the AI. You got a 30% lift in click-through ratio? Yeah, 32% in, in click-through rate, yeah. From your from testing those 48 different creatives that were generated in five minutes by the AI. Correct. And typically, uh, just to give you an idea, I, a company that's in the performance side and wants to optimize their creatives, like choose their best creative, the best elements, they would do a lot of A-B tests and spend between wow. 20, exactly, yeah. And the budget that they can use goes between a fifth and a third uh, of, of their budget, between 20, 30 something percent. And now they saved all that because they pre-test with our AI. And that's okay, basically- so where can they use this AI? Is it just on Google ads? Is it Facebook? Is it a cross omni-channel platform uh, or some other fancy term? Where, where does your AI ad buying technology work? Where is it integrated? Yeah, that's a great question. We uh, we optimize the creative and then the clients buy wherever and however they want. Now, the creatives we optimize typically super easy if you want meta. If you want anything else, it's a little bit more enterprise. Um, so we're now working with native. We're just starting uh, CTV. Also, are you, So are you integrated with meta so that it, yeah. it easily pulls right from your system to theirs so they don't have to swap out ads? Correct. Just a few clicks. And now we're integrating equally with YouTube and DV360 on Google. So yeah, super simple. So how's how's business? It's growing pretty well? It's going well. Yeah, it's going well. We're navigating our second year on track to hit great metrics to skip one of the rounds uh, uh, in terms of fundraising. And yeah, we keep collecting amazing clients, uh, growing both on the... Well, one, one thing about the business that's worth mentioning is we're going beyond SaaS now and also opening an API. 
We want to empower anyone who's doing this type of work. And especially if you think of all the generative tools that are coming out, people don't just need more ads. They need better ads. So we're yeah. going to open our APIs for them to be a compass for all the generative solutions and and know what to generate and what to select among the so they can build AI ads, ad optimization native within their own platforms. Correct. Correct. Super simple. Exactly. <laughs> and not just in one thing is for performance and you, you're saving money on that on that experimentation, the A-B testing. But then branding, it's even harder. You, when when you hit the performance maximum that you can get, and you sort of need to not just grab the fruits, but water the tree and grow your brand, that's when you need to invest on memorability, mental availability, being in the minds of people, being familiar to people. And yeah, so performance-based advertising is great, but brand advertising far shadows it. What percentage do you see versus, say, direct response, direct, hey, buy this, I'm selling this widget or this internet thing, get it right now, versus... Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. <laughs> Something where there's a brand where you're trying to resonate in the mind of the of the consumer for in, indefinitely. What what do you see the de delta? Like is it is it 50-50 um, performance versus branding? What are you seeing? I think it really depends on where you are as a brand. Are you asking about the optimal for a brand or how much we work on each? How much you work on each? Like oh. what do you typically see people use yeah. your platform more? Is it direct response where I needed somebody to give me an action right away, or yeah. is it more brands that are looking for legacy eyeballs? We have about two thirds of clients building branding, building stronger brands, and about one third building performance. So working on the lower uh, funnel metrics. So what what metrics does your AI look at? Is it to, mm -hmm. to get that? Is it like, do they recognize how long someone stares at an ad? Do they like monitor your eye movement? You know, what is this? What is the secret sauce to this scaling edge? What, where do you get people like how I, I'm looking at an ad and your AI knows whether or not knows how to get me more interested. Is it just, a, is it basically AI testing or is it you're seeing how their feed moves? I mean, surface that for me a little bit yeah. in layman's terms, please. Yeah. So in terms of KPIs, things that we are predicting all the time, and the predictions are continuously trained with new and new data that comes in through the ad managers and through our cognitive experiments, but it's always pre-flight. And that's very convenient because you don't have to invest before. So you know the results before you invest the media money, right? Uh, the media dollars. And, and in terms of KPIs, it is from the very beginning of the type of impact you want. It's first, it's attention. Will they look at your ad? And will they see the right things? Will they focus on your logo? Will they focus on that key claim that you have? How, how can you tell where the human eye is focused on? Yeah. Well, we have uh, our part of the innovation of our co-founder was actually to develop a scalable way of collecting that data through cognitive experiments. And what we've, what we've achieved is basically a way of getting massive data on where people look at. And, and basically that trains our algorithms. We are not monitoring the viewers of the ads. Rather, where are you we, where are you surfacing that data from? Where are you surfacing these yeah. cognitive <laughs> understandings? Is this just some like uh, psychiatrist data? Like where where do you pull this from? Is it Very from good. ad stuff? Yeah. So we put ads on digital games and and we launch them massively, and that gives us millions of human reactions through games of where people are looking at.
And that and the specific method is a little bit of the secret sauce, uh, but the magic is in being able to scale it up across thousands of people. And so you get millions of reactions. When someone plays one of those silly games on Facebook, that's you guys <laughs> figuring out what their mind, how their mind works. Is that what you're saying? Some games are us. Yes. Some are. Right, it creeps me out, but I also admire <laughs> it. I think our devices are watching us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That's why Zuckerberg tapes his phone up. I'm just going to do what it says. <laughs> I got to just throw the hat towel, whatever, whatever. Yes. Yes. Amazon owns us. So does <laughs> Apple and whatever. All right, Sebastian. So you said some fi- fantastic stuff today. Some, Thank some you. real interesting, some real interesting things. And um, I think our, our audience would be wise to check out your platform and, and to hit you up because Look, we buy ads. Everybody buys ads. Uh, people know what it, the, the cost of it. If you're getting a 30% lift on the get and you're cutting out weeks of testing time, like it's, it's, it's invaluable and you're either doing it right or you're dead, right? Or, or, yes. or, or, you're, or you're going to war with, uh, with, with a, a musket <laughs> where somebody else has got a machine gun because when you're buying ads, you're really at war with the other guy. You know, yeah. you're getting bully bought all day long and uh, you, you've got to you've got to outperform them from a creative perspective. So it sounds like you're you're giving a, a calculator to uh, you're introducing a calculator to the to the ad buying world. That's the best analogy I can give. So where do people find you? How do they get a hold of you if they want to learn more and uh, and consider working with your amazing strategy and platform? Yeah, so they can just go to memorable.io and there there are a bunch of buttons in case people want to access waitlist or uh, get access. We'll launch our platform openly in July. And so like end of this month, uh, until then there's a waitlist and we're giving access to some enterprises like the ones I was mentioning, like Bayer, Nissan, uh, Procter, but we're going down market as well. We're having the first early adopters now. And so if you're a smaller brand or you're an agency, uh, don't be scared. We can work with you too. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, we're, we're getting into that right don't now. Don't be scared. Let it happen. Call Sebastian. <laughs> Sebastian, thank you so much for being a part of our program. Thank you for being a part of the Scaling Edge. We appreciate it. We hope to see you soon. Sounds like you're doing some amazing things. And uh, we're, we're definitely going to be following you close. Thank, thank you, you, Sebastian. Cheers. Thank you